welcome, welcome, welcome to the team podcast. It's 2017. It's a new year, new beginnings. Um, blessed to be joined on the podcast today by none other than Chris Landrum of San Diego Charger, a.k.a. L.A. Charger, um, defensive side of the ball. Mr. Chris Landrum, how you doing, man? Good, man. How are you doing? I'm good. Good. Glad to have you on again. As This has been great kind of talking to you through this process of being a, a college standout, kind of trying to get yourself in front of, you know, the NFL scouts and then kind of making your way as an undrafted um, rookie into training camp and making the team, which is, you know, impressive nonetheless, and then sticking with the roster for the whole season, man. That's that's just, man, kudos to you, man, for a job well done. Thank you, man. Thank you. It was a, a long process, but I enjoyed it, and um, I had fun, and I learned a lot. Yeah, that's, this is crazy because you watch all these like documentaries and shows like Hard Knocks on HBO, and they, you know, you see these guys who kind of trying to latch onto the team, and you, you know, you, you feel hopeful for them. They make good showings in camp or, or in a preseason game, but then ultimately it's just a numbers game. And you know, you were you were competing with veterans, um, high draft picks, and you still kind of found a way, which you've kind of shown throughout your whole career through college. Um, and kind of what I wanted to talk to you about was just like where we last left off on the on the podcast. You know, when we last talked, you were preparing to go to training camp. Um, so kind of let us know, like, how was that process going through training camp and kind of not knowing where your number is going to be called and being ready at all times? Uh, it was um, a lot of the time. It, it was a lot of uh, it was kind of nerve wracking and. But at the end of the day, you also know that you can't let it bother you because if if you let it bother you, you can't go out and 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 do your best. So um, it was just the thing about I just wanted to be consistent, and, and that's what my coaches preached about being consistent. And I just wanted to go out and be consistent every day. And um, I just kept listening to my coaches and taking coaching and and just learning, learning more and more. And um, then training camp was over, and it was time to make a decision. And at that point, all you can do is sit back and just know that you gave it all you got and, and just sit back and just wait on, on the decision made by the team. So what was that feeling like when you kind of found out that you, in fact, had made the roster? I mean, it, it felt amazing. It was it was almost unrealistic. I um just I was just happy, you know, that um, everything that I had wanted to do my whole life, that it, it was just coming true and just to be able to say I made a roster. and But at the same time, knowing that, you know, that's just the beginning of it. All the work is about now. It, it was, it was um, exciting knowing that the work that I had put in had worked so, had worked so far than that, um, the work that I keep putting in just to just to want to see the results of it and, and it was just an amazing feeling. That's awesome. So so now okay, let's take a step back. I remember when you told me, you know, when you were transitioning from high school to Auburn and just kind of like the learning curve and it took you pretty much like a season to kind of figure out what was going on because things were moving so fast. I would imagine that the NFL was a, just a little bit faster. How did you uh, adjust to that? You know, new playbooks, new schemes, and things of that nature. Um, like I said, like great coaching. We had great coaches, and um, it just their teaching method. Um, actually, it worked out 
for me, and it made it a lot easier for me to pick up the playbook. And by the time I picked up the playbook, I was able to play fast, and that and that helped me out a lot. Oh, cool. So what was it like, you know, the first preseason game, and you kind of, you know, you got your Chargers uniform on, and you, you got, all, like, all these nerves, and you know you're just trying to make yourself stand out. What was that like? It was like at the first play I was nervous. Um Big eyed, um, I, I know I was, and <laughs> <laughs> after you get out there and you settle down and you believe that you know what you're doing, and um, like I said, the game it slows down for you a little bit, and um, that that was my my first experience. It was just an amazing feeling to be out there, and like I said, I was nervous, but after the first couple of plays, I kind of settled down and got into it. Cool. So now you know you season starting. Where where were you in the pecking order? Like when you know the first first game of the season you know started. Where, where were you in, in the lineup? When the first um actually I made the um fifty three man roster and before the first game I was put on practice squad. So I didn't um I didn't come up to the active roster until we played the um Falcons, the Atlanta Falcons. Oh wow. Yeah, first game I, I was on the practice squad, so it was kind of just you know watching the guys and watching the game plans that week, and just um, my coach told me to always just go into the week like even though I'm not going to play, just go into the week like I'm going to play. That mm-hmm. way, when my number is called, then I'll be um, ready to um, transition, and then I'll know how to um, how to take the game plan and and prepare for it. Yeah. Yeah. So then the Atlanta Falcons game, how far along in the season was that? Was that like third or fourth game in the season? Uh it was the fourth or the fifth. I'm not okay. I'm not sure. Okay. Fourth or the fifth game. So now you've you've you know, you've been paying your dues on the practice squad, you know, kind of just trying to take in all the information you can, coaching you can. And so now they call you up and say, Hey, we need to, we're gonna activate you. What did that feel like? Um, I felt like I was ready, um, um, just listening to the coaches and, and and some of the veterans, um, just learning from them. I felt like I was ready because I had took those first couple of weeks that I wasn't active and I took an active approach as if I was playing that week. So it was just kind of staying in routine with what I was already doing. Um and it, it felt it felt pretty good to be out there. Like I said, I was nervous again, but it felt pretty good to be out there. So now, so once you got activated, did you like see the field immediately, or you just kind of like on the sidelines, just you know waiting for someone to kind of tag you in? Uh, I saw the field immediately on special teams, but okay. um, on defense, on defense, I um, I think I ended up with two snaps that first game, and then my cat, my snap just kind of building on and on throughout the season. So um, oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So so now would you say towards I mean the NFL season is like you know ebbs and flows up and downs you know you guys you know had some promising moments this season and you know Philip Rivers behind you know the line you know you always have a shot but things just didn't work out for you guys that way from a playoff you know contention standpoint how did that feel kind of being in the mix like you know when you were trying to like you had a shot for the playoffs and you guys were competing and you being a part of that, how did that make you feel? I mean, um, of course everybody wants to make the playoffs and um, we wanted to, and we had a shot, but um, 
I feel like as a team, we we didn't let that affect how we play. Um, Coach did a great job of keeping us focused and not letting that affect how we played. And, and we went out and approached every day like we did the first day until the end of the season. So um, that was my, my experience with that. And, and it taught me a lot, too, about just, you know, being, just keep pushing. And, and no matter no matter what the um, season looked like, what your record is, you keep playing the way you played your first game. That's fantastic. So uh, now – you know, the the season is kind of coming to an end. You guys aren't making the playoffs. And now uh, you find out, you know, your coaches, you know, been relieved of his duties. How did, what was that like? How did that make you feel? Like, was, was it weird? It was strange around the, the facility and stuff or? Um, actually, I mean, it's my first time going through, through, um, one of these. So, um, I, I didn't really know what to expect. So I, I don't know. Um, I don't think it was weird. I think it was um, everybody still maintained around the locker room and still mm-hmm. act the same. But um, I haven't really uh, since the season. You know, we we're, we're basically like we don't have to go up there. So um, when they made all the decisions, I was at home, so oh, I didn't wow. really get I didn't really get to experience everything that happened with that. So got you, got you. So if, if now that you had a full season under your belt. Taking a look back at everything from start to finish, what do you think was? Let's start. Let's start with the bad first. Uh, what, what were some of the moments where you just like, wow, this is nuts, and this is not what I expected, or um, I wish things would be going a little bit better for me right now? Like, what, what was that moment during the season? Um, just, I guess, just you know, everybody. Uh, as an athlete, you want to compete and you want to win. Um, I guess just not winning, mm-hmm. not winning um, was a downer. But um, like I said, we, we stayed together and we continued to fight through it. So um, I, it wasn't as bad as it could have been. But um, at the end of the day, we all want to win. And, and that's, the, that's, the main, um, that's the main goal that we strive for as a team is winning. That, that's ultimately what, what decides the um, – how, how your team is looked at, the wins and the losses. And um, we had a lot of losses this year and not enough wins. So um, we definitely want to want to win. For sure. So now, you know, you, on the defense side of the ball, who was the one offensive player, like, when you went up against him, you're like, man, this guy is faster than I thought he was or stronger than I thought he was. You know, TV doesn't do it justice. Who, who was that one player? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I don't really. He's like, <laughs> I don't really. Think, yeah, I don't really think about it like that. I I, I never really just thought about it like that. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Okay. All right, man. That's fair enough. Fair enough. Um. <laughs> so, so what was the the positive? Like the one moment in the season, you're like, wow, this is this is pretty cool. Like I couldn't imagine this any better. Um. I'd say when we um when we played the Texans, um I felt like when we played the Texans the game kinda it, it that's the game it kinda slowed down for me and I started to, you know, understand that if I um just trust in what I what the coaches have taught me and, and what I know and just play fast that everything will work out and I you know, at that point I stopped trying to sit back and read everything and that's when I just started started being able to like you know like I said play fast and mm-hmm. it's amazing in that game 
That's cool. That's cool. So, you know, this this is all, you know, with the backdrop of San Diego, you know, a beautiful city from what I hear. I've never had a chance to visit. But um, so now, you know, you had this fantastic, you know, West Coast city as your backdrop while you're kind of like, you know, learning and finding your way as an NFL rookie. What was the city of San Diego like? Uh, it, it's beautiful, man. It, the weather is beautiful. You know, it's um the people out here are really nice, and and just having my my wife and my son out here to um with the weather and him not being sick mm-hmm. from the cold, yeah. it was it was nice, man. And um, I think they enjoyed it probably more than I did. But San Diego is a beautiful place. Beautiful. Yeah, I, I heard nothing but you know wonderful things about the city and the. The views and the weather, like you said. So now, you know, another curveball has been thrown your way in the season, and you find out that the team is actually moving to LA. Now, what what was it like yeah. hearing that news? Were you like hearing rumblings throughout the season, or you just kind of like kept your head down and said, well, you know, I'll deal with that when the season ends? I mean, like this is my first year, and and like I've never I've never witnessed, you know anything happen like this. So it, it's kind of like right now, I, I'm just hoping that, you know, it's a good thing. It's a good thing that, but um, it's like right now, it's just, you got to stick with the team, you know, whatever, trust in whatever, you know, the owners say do and just do it. Um, It's kind of, uh, it's like I said, it's kind of new to me. So I'm just kind of right now, just working out, trying to become a better football player and just going with the flow. With the um, with the traveling and and stuff like that. Yeah, no, I I got you, man. I, I when I first heard that, like I remember, I was because I remember hearing, you know, when the Rams moved, I felt really, really bad for the city of St. Louis. Like it was already it seemed like it was you know coming on hard times, and they they showed like that abandoned arena or the abandoned uh, field. Um, I think it was Edward James Dome is the name of it, I think. But I was like, oh man, this is humongous infrastructure now. They're just abandoning. And then but I said, well, L.A. is just like a you know untapped market. I can see why that move's attractive, and the facility that they're building is just like top notch from all the renderings I saw. And then yeah. I started hearing like rumbling. I, I would hear San Diego's name mentioned, but it was always like Oakland. I was looking at Vegas or L.A. You know, I, I always thought Oakland was be going to be the team to make that next leap. So yeah. when I when I heard the Chargers, I was like, what? Like. And then when I found out they have been in San Diego for 56 years, I was like, oh, that is crazy. Like, the, the Rams the Rams have been in St. Louis since, like, the 90s, I believe. I, I remember when the Rams moved to St. Louis. So it was kind of like yeah. a small pit stop. But for a team to be kind of ingrained in the culture and the community like that and to move, I know that's got to be hard for the, the, the residents and the community of San Diego. But, again, at the end of the day, it is the football business. And, you know, your owner, he obviously, you know, crunched the numbers and looked at, you know, forecasting as all the, hey, L.A. was a better bet for the viability of his franchise, so he had to make that move. But, man, yeah. that's that's tough, though. I, you know, I'm a beloved Memphis Grizzlies fan, you know, and we acquired the Grizzlies franchise from Vancouver. And at the time, the way that it was communicated to us was that Vancouver didn't really support the NBA, the team – Vancouver Grizzlies were terrible too, so I didn't think much of it. I was like, I don't care. Memphis is getting the NBA team. That's what we always wanted. But yeah. and now it's such a big part of the Memphis community. Like they've really worked hard to ingrain in the community 
that if that team was to leave like in twenty five years or so from now, like that would crush the city, like literally, like crush it. So yeah. I, that always like it's in the back of my head. Always like I, I hope attendance is where it needs to be. I hope hope the the, the team feels the support of the community and doesn't have to get the the itching to move. But again, it's business, so you got to kind of take it with a grain of salt. But yeah. I know I know LA is going to treat you right, man. That's that's. It's a great city. Um, so much to do there, and there's a fan base. I mean, it's, they can in L.A. and New York are the two markets that can like support two sports franchises, which is crazy. But um, yeah, <laughs> they've done it before. They can do it again. Yeah. Yeah. So now, okay. So now, what's your goals for like? Okay, let's start with the off season and then start with next season. Like, where do you want to? What, what's your What's your next plateau that you want to hit for Chris Landrum, NFL player? What's next? Um, what's next? Um, starting like this off season, I I want to like add on weight, but I want to add it on the right way. For, that's what I want to start off doing first, and um, I want to become more flexible. Um, and just become a overall better football player, better pass rusher, better um, player against the run, um, stronger, faster. And and I believe if if I do that and work on my craft, that um, going into next season, that um, it can be it can, it can be a great season if I if I work hard and um, which I will uh, if I work hard and, and I do the things that I set out to do. Yeah, it's got to be fun in a sense. Like, you really have a benchmark. Like, okay, last season, you didn't know the playbook as well. You were just kind of like your first foray into this kind of world. Now you know what it takes to be successful, and now you're building on that to really make – I mean, that's that's got to be fun because now you can go in there saying, like, okay, I know what my what bar was set last season and what do I have to leap over to really make an impression for the second season, for the encore, if you will. So. Good luck, man. That's going to be fun, you know, working out this summer, trying to figure out ways to take your game to the next level. It'll be fun. I mean, just being around these vets and just watching them work, you you know how you need to work and what you need to do to get to their level. So um, it, it's it's been a big learning curve, and I've learned a lot. Now it's time to go to, go to um, you know, the weight room and the off season and, and attack it head on, knowing what I got to work on. For sure, for sure. So now, you know, obviously the playoffs are going on. You know, Cowboys, um, who everyone thought was like, you know, Super Bowl favorites uh, beside the Patriots, um, have been eliminated by the Green Bay Packers. And Packers are like, definitely, you know, don't count us out with Aaron Rodgers behind, you know, behind the ball. Who do you think think is going to win the Super Bowl? First, who do you think is going to be in the Super Bowl? Who's going to win? Tom Brady. Tom Brady be there. And uh I wanna say uh, I'm gonna let you pick the other side. Huh, okay, that's a tough one. Cause you look at it and you say, Okay, you got who you got? Patriots Patriots are going up against who are they going against? Green Bay? Uh no, Green Bay got Atlanta. Okay, yes, yes. Green Bay's got Atlanta. Um, Patriots got Steelers. I 
I don't want to count out the Steelers because, you know, I'm a big Mike Tomlin fan and Big Ben. I, I just feel like they have the weapons to, you know, really compete because Le'Veon Bell, um, yeah. Antonio Brown, I mean, it's, um, just serious weapons on the offensive side of the ball. And then you got um, on the other side, Green Bay, which has been riding this magical, magical wave of just unexplained success these last couple of weeks. And going against Atlanta. Atlanta, you know, I'm living in Atlanta. Uh, everybody's been, you know, rise up, just big support. And I, I would love to see it for the community. But I just, I'm just not sold on them as Super Bowl contenders, you know? I just always, I feel like they always find a way to get in their way. So if they are to pull this off, because they do have the offensive firepower to do it, um, that's fantastic. And that would be cool. But I do think if it ends up being Falcons and Patriots, I think the Patriots win. Um, if it ends up being Falcons or Green Bay versus the Steelers, I think it's a crapshoot, and I, I don't know. I honestly don't know who can win that game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it'll be a good one though. It's, it'll be exciting. Oh yeah, yeah. They they definitely know how to put on. They to put on a big show for the Super Bowl. So yeah. and it's fun. I think it's a good time. And, you know, we got a lot of uneasiness right now in the country so it's always fun to kind of go back to the basics the things that we can always kind of rely on that Super Bowl Super Bowl commercials and seeing the MVP crowned and all that stuff so I'm looking forward to it yeah me too I'm looking forward to it also. so what what else has been going on with you man what 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 else are you you know keeping keeping yourself busy with these days uh well my um I'm I'm doing a little more cleaning around the house, I guess, and, and okay. cooking. Yeah, my wife started her um, master's program. Nice. January, yeah, January first. So I've been doing the kind of busy work, I guess, around the house. Well, that's <laughs> and cool, man. Her, her work, yeah. It's all about teamwork, and you know, you definitely, um, yeah, man. That's 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 fantastic. Well. Yeah. As always, it's been a pleasure talking with you. Um, I'm just really, really proud of you, man. Just for all you kind of come through and been able to just keep your head down with that workman's mentality and the fruits are in your labor. You know, you have great, great family structure who's kind of taught you the right way to go about work and um, it's proven true right now. So I think you got more than wonderful things ahead of you in your career and I just look forward to, you know, keep keep continuing to see you grow. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank no you problem. for um, having me again. Appreciate it. No problem. No problem. Well, all right, everyone, this is the team podcast again, joined by LA Charger, Chris Landrum. Um, yeah, check out the podcast and check out any older episodes as well from 2016, 2015. And we'll keep coming back with you for more stuff for the year. Take care.